Hey there, and welcome back to Podcast of the Day. I'm your host, Grant, and if you missed yesterday's show, it was a great one. We we talked about the podcast called Up and Vanished, and it's a true crime investigative podcast. If you missed it, you can go back and check it out on Episodes. It's a feature that you can find on my profile. Just click on Podcast of the Day, and the profile should pop up, and then you can click Episodes, and you can go back and listen to yesterday's episode just in case you missed it. But anyways, on today's edition of Podcast of the Day, we're talking about an investigative podcast with a ton of reporters and journalism uh, at its core. So if that sounds interesting, stay tuned. You're listening to Podcast of the Day right here on Anchor. Now, you're going to have to excuse me. I'm a little bit sick at the time of recording this. So if I sound congested and uh, a little nasally, that'll be why. But anyways, today's podcast is called the IRE Radio Podcast. And IRE stands for Investigative Reporters and Editors. And the organization itself is a nonprofit journalism organization that is dedicated to overall investigative reporting and the overall improvement of it. And it is a great show um, with a ton of different um, episodes lined up here. Um, And you kind of get to listen to all sorts of things, investigative journalism. And it's cool because it is this... um, this is congregation of a ton of different um, investigative reporters. So if that's something that you like, you kind of get to hear from them. And uh, overall, it's a very enjoyable podcast to listen to. And I enjoy it a lot, so I hope you do too. But anyways, we're going to listen to some clips from a couple of different episodes. And uh, let me know what you think. You've heard this story before. An old news organization struggling to compete shuts down its newspapers. Reporters are laid off, severance packages handed out. When a version of that story played out in 2015 with the Scripps Howard News Service, a bureau chief was tasked with delivering the bad news. This included pulling in one team of investigative reporters to tell them they no longer had jobs. One of them, a guy named Thomas Hargrove, had been there almost 40 years, hired straight out of college. But Thomas did not react how you think he might react. I think uh, the bureau chief might have been surprised that I was kind of smiling during this whole process because I was really looking forward to what was going to follow. I knew that I would spend the rest of my life working murder. An idea had been simmering in Thomas's head for a while now. Years earlier, he'd been made aware of a major problem with law enforcement. He thought he knew how to help fix it. He'd also become somewhat obsessed with serial killers. He'd had an idea for that too. If he no longer had a day job, he might just have the time for an entirely new career, a career he'd build from the ground up that could help both cops and reporters. In short, This was the best layoff ever. I'm Blake Nelson, and you're listening to the IRE Radio Podcast. The stuff that that we did on camera was the background reporting. It was the foundational reporting. It was the emotional stuff. It was everything. It was real reporting done on camera. At one point, you get to see AC talk to Johnny Wynn, a man the FBI listed as a suspect in the murder of one of these five journalists. AC tracks him down at a memorial for the death of Wong Ko Min, and they arrange an interview. They're sitting in a small office. 
the two of them facing each other with a third man behind the desk. And AC starts asking about K-9, the front hit squad, and the death of one journalist, Dam Fong. And well, you can just tell from Wen's voice how he responds. Here's a clip from the documentary. This is what we've been told. At one point, you were a member of K-9. No, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. No, so you were never a member of the K-9. Bullet, bullet, that bull It's bull Bullet, bull I told them, okay, go to tell the FBI. I, I am the K-9. Tell the FBI, lock me up. I told them. No fruit, no evidence. They quiet. Was the front ever involved in hurting or threatening or killing anybody here in the U.S.? Không bao giờ. Không bao giờ. Never. Do you have any idea who was involved with killing Dam Phong? We don't involve and we don't know. We don't, we never involve like that. I never read Dam Phong magazine. I never see the Dam Phong. I never know Dam Phong. Dam Phong's family said people from the front kept calling our house and threatening Dam Phong. I think they lied. Why, why would they lie? Okay. You asked them. I, I did ask them and that's what they told me. They you said, don't ask me, you ask them. Why does the front keep coming up in these discussions? Mr. Zoom, Mr. Zoom. That's the sound of Wen abruptly leaving the interview, slamming the door behind him on the way out. Those were a few clips from the IRE radio podcast, and the production quality is is awesome on these pieces. Um, you can definitely tell they put a lot of effort into it, and um, the show's been running for a couple of years now, and it is all built around some of the stuff that they post on their website, which you can find over at IRE.org. And it's, again, devoted to investigative journalism all across the country, and uh, and I love it. I'm, I'm an investigative journalism junkie, if you will. I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm going to make it a thing. Anyways, I love that kind of stuff, so when I found this... Um, I, I seriously had to get in on the show because it is uh, right up my alley, and I love uh, investigative journalism, um, so this was a no-brainer for me. But anyways, on to some more clips, and uh, let me know what you think. Again, you can call in at any time and let me know if you like the podcast, if there's anything you want to hear from the podcast, or if you need links to go see it, whatever. Just let me know. To understand how GW got to the story of Mountain Jane Doe, you have to first meet Todd Matthews. But believe me, you want to meet Todd Matthews. He is, as GW told me, one of the most peculiar characters he'd ever dealt with. But he's just a really interesting character. He's got this thick Appalachian accent. I've always said some of my best friends are dead. Thick goatee, a sort of, uh, uh, he may not like me calling it a mullet, but it's a mullet. And people say, I'm sorry, but they were dead when I met him. He's just a really, like, uh, charismatic guy, really engaged in these issues. Just, uh, just, he's just a walking encyclopedia of knowledge about Jane and John Doe cases in the U.S. It's, it's extraordinary. Margie and Robin crammed themselves into a little Toyota truck with tinted windows and eyed the port from behind a large wall. They could see the cranes working, but not much else. Every once in a while, a truck would be loaded up and sent off, and Margie and Robin would follow it. Then we would come back, and we would do another one, and there was one night where we had two trucks, and we broke off and went in different directions with different teams, and 
you know, we were eating McDonald's and singing. And I mean, you know, you can imagine it got, it got, we got a little slap happy at times yeah. because it was so boring, you know, <laughs> just waiting for these <laughs> trucks to go. <laughs> I was thinking how like incredibly exciting that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Everybody, um, everybody kind of thinks that we were like this really like, you know, high tech, really, you know, put together surveillance team, you know, like something from the movies. But I tell people that we were more like the Keystone cops. I mean, we were doing everything wrong. We were tailgating some of the trucks. And, you know, I was shouting out in English to the driver who doesn't understand English, you know, back off, we're too close, we're too close. And he just kept, you know, going. And there were a couple of times where we lost the trucks. We were driving and we got in traffic and, uh, you know, it was really busy and we, we just lost the trucks. And so then we had to go back and, and start over and find another truck leaving. So it was, <laughs> it was far from perfect. But, uh... So like I said earlier, this all comes from the IRE radio podcast. You can check all of their things out at IRE.org. That is where you're going to find all of their content, their publications, um, their awards, and then the rest of the podcast itself. They also have some training, and uh, you can also join the organization through the website. So feel free to go check it out if you are interested or a journalist yourself. Um, it is a very cool uh, tool to use and uh, definitely be a part of. So go check it out at IRE.org. That'll do it for today's edition of Podcast of the Day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, as I said earlier, you can call in whenever and let me know what you thought about the podcast. Um, if you have any podcast recommendations for the future or want to get your own podcast highlighted, let me know. Call in at any time, and you can also tweet at us at Anchor, and from there we can uh, we can talk. So other than that, I hope you have a great one, and thank you so much for joining me on Podcast of the Day right here on Anchor. See you tomorrow.